couch got uncomfortable, so we just started sleeping in bed together. Platonically. Girl, no. We really started connecting, and I just don't want to mess that up. Then why are you in this bed? My neck! When I roll up, looking hella fine. He said a partner came through. It's only got a half bath, but there's a YMCA up the block where you can shower after six. That sounds promising. I've never had all black coworkers before. Guys, I'm so excited to get started. I thought these boxes were going into storage. Your office is the storage. <laughs> Well, you should eat in bed. The hard one, what What else is the hard one? Alright, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Oh So Insecure. This is the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Insecure Season 3 Review Recap Show. <sighs> That's a mouthful there. I am your host, Rain Coleman, the hostess with the mostest. <laughs> and today I have a very, very, very special guest on this amazing Woman Crush Wednesday. Go ahead and let everybody know who's on the show rocking with me today. Hey, y'all. Hey, it's I'm just Jackie. <laughs> Miss Jackie, if you're nasty. Ow, ow. <laughs> Hey, boo, how you doing? We see you, chilling, chilling, you know. No. <laughs> Shit, make it do it, do it. No. Oh. So, Come on, gangster, right? <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. <laughs> for those of you who do not know, this is uh, this is Jackie. She is, I don't know. Yeah, no words can describe. I've, uh, this oh. woman has been, like, showing so much love for so long. I've been... Uh, a fan and a colleague and and a, and a pretty much co-worker in this podcast thing with Miss Jackie for so goddamn long. Yes, man. Oh, uh, the the panel. Uh, yes, the pod panel back in the day. Uh, yes, <laughs> listening to Jackie and John. Listen, you on YouTube? Just <sighs> Jack I'm of here. all trades. Jackie of all trades. <laughs> I'm here. I'm still here <laughs> no but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah um yeah hopefully most people are familiar with us working together on the pod panel and the panel so yay mm-hmm. and i'm glad to be here back yes. for also oh insecure yes yes, yes 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 and i'll definitely link the last season's episode where you were a guest on as well just in case someone wants to get into some of that as well <laughs> i was so i was so lit <laughs> yeah <laughs> ain't that changed y'all i'm lit again Litty again let's Litty go again. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so this is episode three of season three of insecure as larry whitmore excuse me Issa ray larry whitmore hbo's new um melanated ass uh season of this show Issa is inspired while recruiting at a job fair with Frida. We all know Big Frida, big uh, white girl Frida. Issa Mm -hmm. treats Daniel to a thank you dinner as she remains hopeful about their whatever they got going on. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so diving right in here, do you have any initial thoughts about Insecure as a whole or this episode in particular or, you know? Okay, as a whole... I was, listen, I was completely shocked when I found out there was not going to be any Lawrence whatsoever <laughs> in this season. And then once I let that marinate and process, I get it. Uh-huh. I, I get it because of the way the, because of the way the season prior ended. Yeah. So, 
yeah, this needs to be a season that just focuses on Issa getting getting her life together and getting focused and getting on track and mm-hmm. you know starting a life without Lawrence. So, yeah. but I believe he'll be back. Maybe not this season, but he'll be back. Right, right. So, but uh, he won't be missed. Uh, oh shit! Okay, never mind. You just answered my goddamn question. <laughs> my next question was: Are you a part of the Lawrence Hive? But shit. <laughs> no, I was never a part of the Lawrence Hive. Listen, we're going to go back to this season. <laughs> I was not a part of the Lawrence Hive. I felt like, uh, I don't know. I felt like he just played victim a little bit too much for me. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, no, I'm no, no fan of Lawrence Hive. I mean, he, as soon as he, come on, how can I be a fan of Lawrence Hive? You break up. Y'all break up and you're sliding in another pussy. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I'm not a fan of Lawrence. But, I, hey, is that how guys get over the girl? You just. I, you know, that's, I'm sure some copes that way. Uh, yeah, it's, this is a, this is an interesting topic, this Lawrence Hive uh, stuff, because that, was it the ending of him fucking Tasha at season one? Yeah, and yeah. And then the ending of season two. Like, this is, I don't, <laughs> This is interesting because <laughs> we've uh, got people on different spectrums. I, I drink. That's how I cope. Oh, well, oh yeah, you want just you just find another. Okay, okay. Well, I guess I we fun. got our vices. <laughs> That's my vice. I ain't got. I, I want. Dick is not my vice. I'm gonna go with Captain Morgan, and we good. Ah, okay, okay, cool, cool. Well, uh, there you have it, folks. We got a. Uh, 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 John against the Lawrence Hive, Huey for the Lawrence Hive, and Jackie not following. Okay, yeah, I ain't fucking with it. Bad, bad. That's cool. <laughs> um, well, shit, what about where we are now in the season? Like, with season one and two over, and now we're kind of, you know, a quarter of the way through season three, how are you mm-hmm. feeling about Issa and Molly and everyone, like, where we are now with this Man. show? Man, I mean, for Molly... I'm still trying to figure out where Molly at, though. You know, <laughs> I, just from the couple of the couple of episodes that we're into now, and I get that she's on this new this new vibe with with Dre. You know, kind of like, you know, putting boundaries and and barriers up with with him. Mm-hmm. Is either we're going to be this or we're going to be that? Yeah. And I get it. I respect her for that. But at the end of the day, I don't think I would even would have linked up with them. Okay. You know? Okay. Okay. So you. So you. Okay, okay, cool, cool. So with Molly and Dre, we could just do, j- jump into that right now. Though it oh, I wasn't... said Dre, didn't I? Yeah, oh, yeah. Y'all, y'all know who the hell I was talking about, Dre. Let's go, let's go. So though let's they go. weren't together in this episode, this was more Molly than some Molly and Dre. That's mm-hmm. still kind of a lingering uh, or important part, I feel, of this show, period, mm-hmm. and of this, you know, Molly storyline. So how do you feel about... Joe, do you think that he's actually in an open marriage? Do you think he's lying? Like, how are, what's your take on the Joe Molly situation? I'm, I'm like, I'm with everybody else. We need to get more storyline mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. with them two, with uh, Joe and his wife. I mean, yeah. we had that little moment at the end of that season, but to me, she won't giving me we in the open marriage vibe. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. That, that, that's not what I was getting from wifey at the end of that season. Mm-hmm. And that just that little, quick scene that she yeah. was in sitting beside Molly mm-hmm. and um but I don't know if they're gonna give us more though they they I think it'll come down to the end of the line because trust me they're listening to us they're listening yeah. <laughs> they're they gonna they're gonna give us the storyline it's gonna come out one way or the other yeah, yeah. but 
I was listening to your previous episode, and I get it though because she's going off the strength of him yeah. and and their friendship of X amount of years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's a man. He's a man. <laughs> you, you think men ain't gonna lie to get what they want? Uh so it's just a catch twenty two with me. Now you ask me, do I believe if he's actually in this open? Yeah, it's a. I, I believe it's a great possibility. Okay, okay. I don't think he just made this up. If he made this up, he good. He, <laughs> this must this must be a line he's using on all the women. You know, yeah. know what I'm saying? But this this dude, he's very comfortable now. Yeah. You know, he got he's just popping up. He's sitting in there with the. Key. Come on, she walk mm-hmm. out the bedroom. He's just sitting there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, he got a key. Okay. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, eventually we'll we'll figure it out. I'm hoping mm-hmm. this season don't make us wait for uh, for season four, but you know, <laughs> I I'd be all right with that. Um, okay, so getting into this episode, we get um, with the way the last one ended, which was I believe Easton Daniel like sitting up while he's doing his producing stuff. And she had an invitation to take his bed, you know, because he'd be working late. Mm-hmm. Now we open up with Issa and Daniel in bed, kind of, sort of, platonically for them, back to back. And uh, some conversation thrown around, and then they just get to fucking. What is your... <laughs> What's up when you seen this scene? What was what was this for you? What was this like? Listen. <laughs> I... <sighs> Listen, what's it, Daniel? Daniel? Yeah. Daniel? 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 Ugh. Okay, da- <laughs> listen. Daniel is a man. Now, here's the thing. I'm going back to this other chick he was messing with. I don't even remember the chick's name. I think or whatever. Vanessa. I think it was. Yeah. Vanessa. So she kind of made it clear in the last episode. Like, dude, we ain't even like that. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, she looked at Daniel as a jump off. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you were just somebody I can bone when I want to bone or whatever. <laughs> so. Now and then Daniel don't want that. Daniel wants substance. Yeah. That's that's what I'm getting from Daniel. You mm-hmm. want some type of substance. And even though Issa wasn't giving you that rhythm or whatever that you was trying to get from her, you, you still have Vanessa. But now Vanessa is is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then you and Issa had this moment, you know, with the uh with her going to the club and everything and yeah. helping them out with that and vibing and all this and that and the other. So maybe his head is thinking, maybe I have a shot with getting getting back good with Issa or building something with Issa or whatever mm-hmm. whatever because she made it clear she still had feelings for him yeah so yeah. she she was very vocal so she made that clear so I, I don't even know how to respond to that scene it's just I don't know wishy-washy back and forth you know nobody knows what they it's like people know what they want mm-hmm. but they're not saying what they want mm-hmm. so it's just kind of confusing to me, yeah. To me, it's yeah. So no, I feel you. I'm um, I, I now that you say Daniel wants substance, which I feel like I felt that, but I never um, verbalized that. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff makes a little bit more sense because it's clear that he wants something with Issa. But having you mention Vanessa and then saying substance makes me feel like he would have taken it from Vanessa had she have been serious about him. Mm-hmm. But. Issa's like next in line like because she's right there in your house you don't have to go the extra mile to see her yeah they have history but 
if it had been another girl at his house, she may have been the next, you know, object of his. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little conflicted because it, it feels as if he does want something serious with her. She's letting him know, mm. look, this ain't, though she's might be giving off a little, you know, I do want you, but she is clear about this ain't what I came over here for. But then the description of this episode says, you know, they she take her out to dinner to say thank you and to figure out what they're doing. Like, you mm-hmm. can't try to figure out what you're doing and say, I don't want anything romantic. You didn't sleep in the bed with me and then had these visions about sex and what it's I'm 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 very confused. God damn right. It. Exactly. So, but but she wasn't giving him any rhythm at first. She was being no, no, no. quiet. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when she made a vocal and then like oh girl reacted the way she did, you know, Miss Vanessa, he yeah. realized that this is not she won't for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so maybe he turned his, you know, ideals back to Issa more. I mean, at the end of the day, he still at the end of the day he won't Issa, mm-hmm. but he's trying to respect her space because yeah. and he's trying to feed off of her yeah, yeah. signals and she wasn't giving him signals at first mm-hmm. you, you know so now she's giving him a little signals and saying you know she still care about him and you know i got feelings for you blah 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 so we'll see you know? yeah, yeah yeah this is oh god this is a whole fucking mess this, <laughs> this reminds me of like when i was a kid having to watch soap operas when you go at the granny house and then mm-hmm. you know or even like primetime tv just packaging blackness like it's still this fucking emotional stress god damn mm-hmm. oh I man um so okay we moving on to molly now now molly showed up at the hbcu law firm full of black folks like <laughs> the assistant the secretary the ceo the cco coo the everybody is black <laughs> what what's your take on molly coming from the white firm to the black firm and like being in all this dark skin blackness too not just you know man my take on it is i'm just trying to understand i'm trying to understand what i'm trying to understand molly and she's molly going through her own shit yeah personally and professionally Mm. so my thing is what was her purpose of leaving the old law firm to come to this majority black law firm. I'm still, I mean, maybe I'm missing something. Yeah. Do you you have an insight? Yeah, because her issue was that she is doing the same amount of work, if not usually more than her white male counterparts and getting Mm -hmm. paid substantially less. So Mm -hmm. in that regard, I see that, I get that, and and I'm, um, you know, black power fits to the sky for her. But then when you get to this black law firm, there is an adjustment, and I don't fault her for having that adjustment, period. But mm-hmm. she seemed very entitled to me because this is a job. You choose to, you chose to interview, you chose to be here. You can leave at any point. If every right. time something is different from your old job, the first thing out your mouth is, at my old law firm, we did such and such. At my old law firm, now you sound like homegirl from a Magic School Bus. At my old school, yeah. you know, and it's so... I, I think her feelings are valid. You know, the things are different, so it's an adjustment, but it's like, what, what are your solutions? Like, because if you know such and such uh, system is better with mm-hmm. um, your time, well, at this law firm, they don't do that, so now you have to adjust or maybe make that suggestion. Could we do... Like, a, yeah, she... Right. Well, let me say this real quick. Um, this is for anybody, not just TV, just real-world shit. Um, 
you go to a new place, you get implemented. You learn their system. Yeah. You know, you still know the old system where you came from because she kept referencing her her old law firm. Yeah. Don't nobody want don't nobody want to hear that shit. Because I I have trained people that kept saying, well, at my old job, at my old job, I had to finally break down and say, um, <laughs> this is not your old job. <laughs> Let me train you on how we do it here. Yeah. When I leave, if you got a better mouse mouse trap. <laughs> run with it. Run with it after I leave. You, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. no, but don't just come in trying to arbitrarily say, oh, this is what I did at the old job. This is what I did at the old job. Just come and learn. Just come and observe. Yeah. Observe. Learn their ways and then wait till you get your time in. Wait till you built some rapport and people are more comfortable with you. Mm -hmm. Then you can, don't say, and still don't bring up the old job. Just say, I'm pretty sure they got a suggestion box or they're going to have meetings where you can suggest something later on down the road mm -hmm. wait your time and then put those suggestions and stop saying well at my old job at yeah. my previous law firm now you got the people looking at you like oh here go this bitch yeah you yeah. know she about mm -hmm. to say oh and they cracked that joke on her ass yeah <laughs> you, know, they, you know they ain't do this at her, at her old law firm right 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 and that it's <laughs> yeah that, this show is really good because it once they said all that i was like yeah this they made sure she molly mentioned her old job enough that when that man said that shit about her, and they it was mm -hmm. it was funny, like it was terrifying because I'm like, damn, I know she embarrassed, but it's like, man, <laughs> shut the fuck up, like yeah, uh, like I'm I'm dealing with that now at my job. Now that we're we have a lot of new people on, we're training them, we're moving around, and it's just like they do whatever the hell they want to do. I'm like, what? Where are these? But I digress. It's yeah, like you said, don't at least get a, a friend at work first. So you, before you start talking all this shit, because now it's like, mm -hmm. you know, so-and-so, you know, at my old place I did this. Why do y'all do this? Get somebody you can trust before you just pop off at the mouth. Cause, yeah. Can yeah. we do a sidebar real quick? Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to say that when Molly linked up with uh, Dro, I was disappointed. Oh, yeah? I felt like, yeah, because I felt like she used her parents as an excuse to go ahead and sleep with them. Oh, initially, you mean? Okay, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Initially, because, you know, she... You know, she was fighting it at first or whatever, whatever. But when she found out about her parents mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and she, she, her feelings were hurt about her parents yeah. and she was like, well, fuck it. If they like this, well, I shouldn't be, I, I shouldn't even be looking for standards like this anymore. Mm -hmm. And then it, it was just like, okay, I'm going to settle for what this guy over here, which I happen to be one of her longtime friends, yeah. Joe, mm -hmm. is giving her. I just thought that was disappointing. Like, yeah. I, and I felt like it was a cop out. Mm-hmm. She wanted to do it anyway. She was very tempted. She was right, already right, right. tempted, but but when her when that shit came out about her mom and dad, that yeah. was like the that that's what pushed her over to the edge and said, "Well, yeah. fuck it, I'm gonna go ahead and do it." But shit, come on. I, I was just, I just wanted to say that that was a total sidebar. No, no, I just no, wanted I'm, to say that I'm mm -hmm. with you there because I I know she was pissing me the fuck off, but I had to also check myself because I'm not. A woman. I'm not a black woman. I'm not a black woman who idolizes mm -hmm. their father. You know, so there are elements to that kind of breakdown that she had that I yeah. probably will never understand. I can't walk in her shoes. But mm -hmm. on paper, to use the emotional distress that you have from the shock of your parents, who are a set of grown humans, who, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, as kind of the fuel to start this relationship with Dro. For me, it was also a little disappointing. It seemed natural, but it was like, if you're going to uh, um, um, 
predict, predict, god damn it, if you're going to depict, <laughs> if you're going to depict a non-traditional relationship, I would have preferred for Molly and Candace and Dro to come to some type of agreement or arrangement, but that's not uh-huh. life. You know, sometimes your jump off becomes your boyfriend or somebody you might uh, who might be you might be the side chick, side dude, and y'all become so, like everything is not clean. So I'm okay with it in that regard. But like you said, your emotional stress uh-huh. causing you to start this relationship with this man when he though has been though he has been honest with you as far as we know about being right. in an open marriage you still had apprehension about that, but now you're using this kind of crutch that can kind of wipe the slate clean later on and be like, well, you know, I was emotionally hurt because of my... Be-. No, this is a decision you made as an adult woman. And, but all, I say all that to say I'm with you mm-hmm. when it comes to Molly and Dro's initial uh, kind of meetup or, or start to their little relationship. Cause, right. Oh, man, it's... Yeah. It's, it's something else. <laughs> so much. It is something else. Um, yeah, so we get uh, Daniel and Khalil. Yeah, Khalil. And then we had Khalil's house. And I want to say, I'll say this. I mentioned with Huey last episode. I don't know if these are like Airbnbs, if these are houses that they've rented out, this, the company HBO has, if these are people mm-hmm. houses who Issa knows. But... Though I like Daniel and I'm a fan of his, seeing his house versus Khalil's, that was like a subtle um, kind of indication that Khalil is more successful than Daniel. Mm-hmm. Daniel has a decent home. It looks like, you know, regular lived-in house. Khalil's house, however, looked very modern, looked very mm-hmm. expensive. It looked like somebody making money, whereas Daniel right. looks like, you know, I, this is the house I grew up in. Yeah. So <laughs> you no, know what? No shade to him, but it's just that's what it looked like. So um, he's just not making as much money as Khalil. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's and, and I'm not I'm not shaming anybody because hell I'm poor. <laughs> but you know, all that being said, I think that that was a nice touch because uh, Khalil and Daniel are both young black men. You know, mm-hmm. dress real trendy. They are conventionally attractive. Like there's not a lot that separates them. Except yeah, for when right. you come down, because they, and they're in the same field, they both are producers. But Khalil just happened to, you know, have made it. So I did like that uh, distinction between their houses being kind of the uh, the wage uh, gap or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they just at different stages in their life right now, mm-hmm. and it and it and it shows through their home. Yeah, yeah, that it. Yeah, that's clear. <laughs> So speaking of <laughs> Daniel and his um, kind of issues with like Khalil's success, uh, Daniel not being as successful, feeling like he put in the work and somebody else who he trained or taught is like surpassing him. How do you feel about that? And does that kind of affect you in any way in your own creative life? Is that something familiar for you? Um, Coming from the... Uh coming from Daniel um like he tried you know he gave this guy pointers and and pretty much taught him what he knows but obviously Khalil had a little bit more drive mm-hmm. had a little bit more ambition maybe he had some more connects I yeah. don't know maybe he knew somebody Daniel didn't know but we don't we don't know all of that 
you know, because they're not going that far into it. Mm -hmm. But my thing is, I wouldn't be salty if somebody I gave advice to is a little bit further ahead than than me in the same field. I would just have to look at myself and say, damn, what am I doing or not doing that got me here? And it got somebody who I gave my some of my uh strengths to and pointers to and they're and they're there you you know what i'm saying that's what i would be questioning and obviously daniel is a little bit more um uh, i don't think he's that secure with a lot of with himself in in the industry just coming off of that episode and how you know that guy was playing him you know what i'm saying yeah and and then we just saw a whole new side of Daniel that we hadn't seen ever. Yeah. You know, we saw a little bit of weakness. You know, we saw a little bit of fear, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, so maybe that's some things that's holding him back from where mm-hmm. he didn't. He's not where he's at with some of his uh, peers in in the industry. You yeah. know, and my thing is, as for me coming from coming from a content creator. Yeah. Uh. From a YouTube standpoint, I can't go from podcasting because I'm learning from my peers in podcasting, you know, but coming from a YouTube standpoint, I've had my sisters, you know, come to me and and I've had conversations with sisters. And at the end of the day, I have sisters that have way more subscribers than I do, who interact more with their people than I do, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm looking like, damn, I've been in this YouTube game for X amount of years and my and my homegirl been in YouTube for a year. Yeah. What what am I what what am I doing? What is different? Just like I said, what am I not doing or what is different? Right. But I just said I just said it. She's more interactive than I am. Mm-hmm. When I first came in YouTube, I didn't even want nobody to know I had a YouTube. If okay. you found if you found me, you found me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I never promoted it. By the time I started promoting my YouTube, it was you know it was, it was whatever to to me you know, but. I, I gave the knowledge that I have to sisters out there. They took it, and like I said, they 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 still doing anything with their YouTube. But I have felt back for my YouTube, so that's that's where the difference is. I'm not heavily into it as they are, but I'm I'm am I salty? No, because yeah. if I was out there promoting and still putting videos up on a regular like I was, yeah, I, I would be low key salty because I'm like, goddamn. <laughs> How you getting all these subbies mm-hmm. and I'm still here, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm not. So, I mean, it is what it is, you know, but no, I don't have no issues with that and coming from a content creator because I know where I lacked. Yeah. I know where I fell off. So mm-hmm. I don't have no issues. But then again, if there's somebody out there that's still doing what they're doing, like Daniel, they still producing and making music or whatever, and you still yeah. where you at. And then you got somebody, you got to check yourself. What are you not doing? Yeah. What, it, what is it? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, check yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Direct yourself, goddammit. Mm. <laughs> you know, I, I pretty much agree with you 100%. I do think there are times where you might look at the next person and be like, what the fuck is going on? But you, mm-hmm. you know, people fail to, you know, realize that we all have personal lives. Like mm-hmm. we can podcast all day long, but who's to say that somebody isn't dealing with an abusive relationship and podcasting is their therapy or someone, right. you know, may have a family member hit the lottery and, and gave them a ton of money or someone mm-hmm. has kids and you don't know that. So much like with Khalil and Daniel, 
Khalil, we don't know the circumstances surrounding his personal life outside of what we see on screen. He could mm-hmm. have, you know, like you said, a connect that we don't know about. He could have just been more charismatic. Because honestly, though I'm a fan of Daniel, I feel like Khalil is just on screen. Those two characters, not the actors, but the way they portray those characters. Khalil mm-hmm. is more charming. He is more, I would probably be drawn to him more at a party or at a listening session or something because he just, he smiled more. He's more right. carefree. He seemed more interested. Whereas Daniel's brooding like he's Batman or something. He's, it's just, he seems entitled. Like, so, so was Daniel, is he, but we don't know though. We don't know if he's always like that or was it just that moment mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. he didn't have that. Mm-hmm. He didn't have it because the dude was supposed, he was supposed to be on the list. He wasn't on the list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Come to find out that you know that's Issa Homeboy. Yeah. So you went you went there on the strength of Issa Homeboy. Yeah. So it's like he old for two, old for three, old yeah. for four. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So is he so if he was already on that list, he was already VIP, mm-hmm. would he have came across with a different yeah. you know, demeanor? Would mm-hmm. he been more charismatic? Would he been mm-hmm. more confident? Because he wasn't confident at, at all. all. He was at all. he was mm-hmm. playing that, no, I got this, bro. Don't worry about it. I got this. You yeah. got you, you ain't got to do nothing for me, bro tip. That's how yeah. he was. Yeah. So. And, and that's and that's what I'm saying, like, because we saw all that shit happen to him. Khalil, we met him when he showed up at the door. You know, this nigga might have, you know, got a, a invite via text. He might have had a car sent for him. Like, we don't know what brought Khalil there. So mm-hmm. just seeing the both of them. But no, to your point, we Daniel did go through a lot of shit. But I'm like, nigga, for your craft, like, I I think I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty upbeat. You know, um. I try to at least appear that way when I'm speaking to people. I want to bring you down mm-hmm. some shit. And to say I'm gonna put myself in an uncomfortable situation for my podcast, it's true. If it's just you go over and speak to so and so, no fuck that. I'm more of an introvert. I stay over here and kick it by myself. But knowing that you have your brand behind you, something that could lead to bigger things, then I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna be more excited. I'm gonna smile more. I'm gonna be intentional. So. I mean, we're human, so shit happens, so I'm not yeah. working this against him, but like, Daniel, you you can't let your feelings get in the way of your craft, like mm-hmm. mm, that dude yeah oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> good, good talk good talk, so uh, <laughs> so now that uh, we got Khalil and Daniel at Khalil's house messing with the music, some track which I fucking love, by the way. The original uh, song that they're those characters are kind of like playing around with is a song called Easy. And I'm trying to look up the artist right now. Um, it's this white chick. I believe she's white. Um, this black nigga. Either way, <laughs> how, do you, <laughs> how do you feel about messing around with the... Like, one, well, one, first and foremost, did you even like the song? You, yourself, Jackie, did you like the music at all? Yeah, I did. I liked it. I liked it. It was it was my speed, you okay, know. Okay. I, I did like it. I was um pleasantly, oh, I was pleasantly surprised by it. I liked it. Yeah. So. Okay. So so listening to it and knowing that you liked the song, like which version did you like better, Daniels or uh, uh, Khalil's? <sighs> I, and you know what? I'm gonna be honest. I like Daniels' version better. Okay. 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 And do you think that's a side effect of you being older and having a different taste in music than 
say like some of these younger little little flip little pump little hip little hot, <laughs> you know like is or is it just you know no you just like it. Oh, I hate to I hate to put the age factor in okay, there, but okay. I mean, probably at the end of the day, yeah, it's probably gonna have to do with age and taste of music because um, you know, the other version was a little bit more I don't wanna say trap, but it had a little bit more it it, it had something extra to it that I didn't need it. I didn't need it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I was I was cool with the the laid back mellow flow tempo tempo of what Daniel gave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the other version just added a little bit of I don't want to say stank or whatever, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I just me personally, I didn't need it. Yeah. So but somebody else loves it. But I just like the other version better for me and my speed. Yeah. No, and no. it could be just your mental state. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and so but for right now for me, Daniel's version is my speed. Yeah. Okay. So going a little further with this, kind of jumping around here with that storyline, when it came to Daniel and Khalil in the studio with Spider, mm-hmm. I guess what was your reaction when Daniel played his version as opposed to Khalil's version of that song? I was surprised he played his version, but I'm glad he played his version. Okay, okay, tell me why. Tell me why. Because, you know, after everything we've already we've, we've seen transpire beforehand, you know, maybe his confidence was shaky, and mm-hmm. and and you know, maybe he, you know, maybe maybe he wasn't sure of himself or whatever. But for him to flip his to throw his track out there first, yeah, th- that says that hey, Daniel ain't is is here. He's not playing. He he wants you to hear his shit, yeah. you know, first. And he he's confident that what he laid on this track yeah. is is what you want and this is what you need and this is what you needed to hear first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So then you got the catch 22. Maybe he should have played old boys first and then came back with his and it says, well, I'm going to give you this, but mine's better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if, if Khalil is the number one man in that studio and he says, play this for this artist, Mm-hmm. Then that's what that then that's what Daniel should have did technically. He should have went on to play his version, yeah. and then he should have came back and played his own version. Mm-hmm. And then maybe he and then now the, now the dude is like, I like both. Yeah, <laughs> like what? Like so, I'm just trying to figure out what, now what you want Daniel to do, kind of do a combination of both tracks. I was thinking <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I'm like, so what is he gonna do? Kind of like put that little flare in his track, you know? Yeah. But but smoother, I, I don't know, but it, it's just weird. Now, at the end of the day, it don't sound like he's gonna use that track at all at for all. either version Ooh, because he was like, mm-hmm. he was like, I got, I got more, I got more. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, I was and, like, and, damn. So I don't know. I'm like you. I'm I'm happy that Daniel felt confident enough to do that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, nigga, you. I guess because I've worked like retail jobs, I've worked food industry, I've been in the service industry, I've done hospitality and all that. And then I'm also doing creative things on the side. Mm-hmm. I know that there is, like you have to pick your battles. And right. if, for me to get my foot in the door, I have to kind of succeed to you and your thoughts on how things should go because you have the connect to the shit that I want. Though there are other ways to get there, you're a direct line, and I don't feel like I would be 
compromising myself because if you tell me if I say Jackie I want to be big on YouTube and you know exactly who to go to Mm-hmm. And we collaborate on something. You said, "Well, make something for I don't know whoever the big YouTube star is." Why would I then change my stuff? I, mean, I guess you, it's a it's a bit of a gamble, depending on where you fall. Because I could change it, and this other person love everything I did. But mm-hmm. that's a risk that I have to be very confident about because you have that personal relationship, so you know what this person wants. Right. You know, whereas I can research them online all day, but if you are in their ear as a friend, you know more than what any Google search can tell me. So I just I'm I'm torn. I'm torn on that that move. I'm just Well let me ask you a question though. Uh huh. As a producer, why didn't Daniel have other shit in the bag? Slipping. Slipping. And then I would have took that track that he played for him uh, and I would have probably had maybe five other that, versions of that. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I'm just trying to figure out why you didn't have more shit in your bag so the other dude could just say, oh, don't worry about it. I got more shit for you. So basically See, you're going to use something else that the other guy is going to use. So my you know, you're going to use So it's just crazy. As a produ- I ain't even a producer, but I'm pretty sure producers got more than more than one shit in the bag yeah. for one track. You got different versions, more than two versions. I'm, yeah. I would have I would have at least five versions of that one that one loop. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just but, weird. I don't but know. Hell, even to your point bringing that up, my thing is why would you it, you want to put your best foot forward and mm-hmm. I know this happens in a lot of different industries, but the only thing I can really think of right now is RuPaul's Drag Race when Tyra Sanchez was on there and won, and every fucking week that motherfucker was doing shit that was knocking people out the water, but still doing great things and building on the shit that she had did before. All mm-hmm. that being said, if you think that you should be better than Khalil, why would you give Khalil, let, why would you let him listen to what is one of your better tracks? Like, mm-hmm. Why not let him listen to something that you, it ain't it ain't your, your top tier, but it's like really good, so that if he does edit and change it, you won't feel bad or so passionate about what well, the drums got to be low because, uh, you know, I wrote this when I was dreaming and, you know, I was high. No, like, give him some shit that you don't mind him fucking around with but still says, okay, this is Daniel. And had that shit in your back pocket. Like, okay, I got these soft drums on this melodic beat. Do you like... Like, I don't know. I, I don't think he was smart about that meeting. Yeah, I don't think so either. Mm-hmm. Uh, that nigga Daniel, I don't know, man. Good luck <laughs> going forward, man. So I don't. So how do you feel about Daniel and Khalil now? Like when Khalil's like, "I, right, I got something else for you." Pretty much strong armed the conversation and, and, and steered it his way. Do you think that Daniel is either going to apologize? Do you think was him and Khalil could get past this? You think Khalil like, "No, nah, fuck that nigga." Like where you at with with Khalil and uh and Daniel? I think he should, he he need to learn his lesson from that moment, and I mean I I, I still I still work with him, but I know in the back of my head I, I'm just gonna be grinding. Yeah. I, I'm I'm learning. I'm I'm just gonna be learning from this moment. I'm gonna be working hard. I'm gonna be making more beats. I'm gonna mm. be. I'm just gonna be ready. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay ready. Yeah. I'm gonna be in stay ready mode so because i'm not gonna cut the hand off 
that one hand, because I yeah. don't know any other hands that yes. he has at the moment. Uh, I'm not going to cut that one hand that could could, po- could potentially get me through that door with right. whatever whatever particular artist. But I just know I got to watch this nigga for one. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Two, I'm, I can still learn from this guy. So I'm going to learn whatever I can learn from mm-hmm, this guy. Mm-hmm. And then, but in the back of my mind, I'm going to be like, I need to go get my own studio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I need to be doing this for me. Yeah. And trying to get my, just getting my beats and shit out there to these artists and not depending on this, this middleman. Cause really that's what that guy is. He's a middleman. Yeah. And then he's, and he's eating off of Daniel. Daniel ain't eating for real, for real. Right. You know? So that's what I'll be doing. I'll be learning whatever I can learn from the guy. And at some point, I'm going to just be taking the steps to build my own shit and I'm going to be branching off from this guy. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think Daniel's mistake is because he initially taught Khalil or at the very least helped Khalil improve. Mm-hmm. He felt like he sh- there's probably nothing that he can learn from Khalil. Where it's mm. like, you know, no, the student became the teacher. He has surpassed you. In some way, even if he isn't as good of a producer as you, he has mm-hmm. made the connections to have him marketable than you, more marketable than you are. So, I don't know. He, yeah, I don't know. Uh, listen, it's always something you can learn from somebody. I don't care if I taught Bill Gates how to be a millionaire. Yeah. You're telling me there's nothing I can learn from Bill Gates? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I ain't no goddamn millionaire, but Bill Gates is. Yeah. <laughs> but but just because I gave him all of my shit, you you're thinking there's nothing I can learn from this guy. He's right, su- right. he's surpassed me. Mm-hmm. So of course there's something I can learn from, you know, Bill Gates. You know, just throwing it out there as an example. Yeah. yeah so yeah, no, no, no. it's it's something he can learn from him. I'm sorry because you guys are not on the same level right now. So it's something you can learn. Right. 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 Yeah. This this. That's that's a mistake on his part. Yeah, um, and it might not even be technique. It might just be connects. You, yeah. you, you see what I'm saying? He, yeah. Daniel need to learn how to network because to me it don't look like he know how to network at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's getting emotional behind it, which is like yeah. Oh, I don't know. Good good luck to him. Um, yeah, he yeah he blew up a, a couple times. Um, when it comes to Issa and him, because she did. You know, take him out to dinner, and they talked about some shit, and you know, he kind of snapped at her. Even that's was that's getting a little bit ahead, but it was a direct um, uh, a consequence of him and Khalil's meeting. How do mm-hmm. you feel about him snapping at Issa the way he did? You know, mm-hmm. like, I always gotta bail you out, and you know, just little shit. I mean, I don't like how he snapped on her. And I and I'm not even gonna sit here and say I understand why he's. I mean, I do understand why he snapped on her, but I just feel like people need to stop using other people as whipping boards and shit. You know, I know he was mad and frustrated and stressed out. All Issa was trying to do was help out the whole time, you know. And and I felt like she was trying to pick and choose her words wisely because she didn't want to say nothing that could yeah. make it look like she wasn't for team Daniel yeah. you know what I'm saying but mm-hmm. it it didn't matter that the guy was already in his feelings about everything and then 
and it's like, look at Issa. We know she going through her transition and shit. Yeah. So basically, he's using her transition against her. Like, how the fuck you gonna tell me yes. anything? And look, look, and look, you ever you sleeping on my couch? Yeah, or whatever, you know. And that ain't cool because we already know Issa sleeping on your couch. Issa already knows she's sleeping on your couch. That don't mean you gotta throw it in her in her face. And but he frustrated. He just wanted to make himself feel bigger because he was already feeling small because of that whole situation that transpired prior. So I didn't like it though, but that's just, that's, this is life though. That's that now that's real life shit right there. Cause that's what people really do. Mm-hmm. People really do that shit. Right. And right. I, right. And, and I didn't like it. And, and I think Issa, I think Issa handled it well because uh-huh. she could have react. She could have reacted, but she didn't react. She just kind of, she got it. She knew mm-hmm. he was coming from a hurt place, but mm-hmm. it still won't cool though. At you all. know, so and, mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm you know what I'm glad to have you on this episode because I want to speak to something uh specific. Me being a man, I really identify with Daniel because I have been I've had those feelings before, but if he had a snapped on Khalil, I would probably understand 100% both sides of the of the story but you said something which was Issa could have snapped at him or she could have did whatever but she held her composure and was very I feel um 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 uh, comforting and very um open with the way that she was talking to him and very conscious of his feelings whereas Uh he was not how is it's okay I, I don't know how to put into words pretty much what i'm saying is he snapped at her going off of emotion but her being a woman do you think that and being socialized as a woman had her be a little bit more compassionate instead of snapping back or or am i kind of reaching there like is she conditioned to maybe take his anger and kind of try to diffuse it as opposed to giving him right back what he gave her okay so i'm I'm gonna go with no because let's just let's just say it was it was kelly okay (laughs) because kelly would have like nigga please no what we're not gonna do yeah so i just i just think i think it depends on the person and their where they are in life You, you know what i'm saying so but I mean, Issa's always came across as a good-hearted spirit, you know, on the show or whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, but like I said, I don't believe Kelly would have reacted the same way if it was Kelly. Mm -hmm. You you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I I just think based on her her mentality, her character, Mm -hmm. her demeanor, I think that's how she felt like it was best to yeah. deal with it. Okay. Now, okay. now if she was already pissed off about some things, if she was frustrated about yeah. some things, it could have been different. She could have been like, wait, motherfucker, I'm mad too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. now, now, uh, kind of taking a, a step further because of their dynamic being her staying at his house for free and him mm-hmm. being, though they aren't in a relationship, kind of the breadwinner because she's living under him. Take this same exact conversation at dinner, but let them be a married couple who are both, you know, working and doing whatever. Do you feel like, because I, I'll say how I personally feel. I feel like she should have gotten his ass. She did do the right thing. You were out in public. Well, the right thing for her. Mm-hmm. And you're, right, you're out in public. You, you care about this man. You're doing your best to kind of diffuse what's going on. But 
if they were married, I think that scene or in a committed relationship, they don't necessarily have to be married. That's not for everyone. But if they were in a committed relationship, the sting of what he said to her would not have been as sharp because it's like, okay, this is my partner. You, you blew up. I can get right back with you, but you know, we'll figure it out and go forward. In this case, we, they, I am not your partner. Now we're trying to figure out what the fuck we doing, but uh -huh. how can I even take that extra step to be your partner or to want to be your partner? If you snap it at me off of this stressful event out in public, like you, I don't know. Maybe I'm triggered by this thing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm... I'm I don't know shit. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit. I okay. think if it, if it was a married couple, I think he should have... He, it should have been... Okay, Issa... <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, listen, if, it, if there was a married couple, I felt like Issa would have went off. Because that's what I would have been like. Wait a minute. I've been with you. How long? Had your yeah. back. How long? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't treat me like none of these motherfuckers in these streets. Remember who I right. am. Give me a little bit more respect than that. That's if we a married couple because if you married, y'all done been through some stuff. Y'all 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 supposed to know each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, she I'm pretty sure Issa would know that he's only speaking out of feelings and all that stuff. But when you with somebody long enough, you got to get to the point where you gotta stop reacting you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. stop stop reacting and and, and just start ha and, and keep having this conversation with the person and stop reacting to everything and taking it out on, on that on your rider because your wife is your or your spouse is your rider that's your ride or die you know what i'm saying so i don't think it's not okay for you to do your spouse or your significant whatever your significant other like that yeah. mm -hmm. now if you now if you boyfriend and girlfriend Eh, you know, y'all still learning each other, whatever. Yeah, y'all, y'all come for me, whatever, come for me. I hope y'all understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but I, I just don't agree from that point of view that you're saying because mm -hmm. it's your spouse, it's mm -hmm. okay to go off and then say, I'm a okay, oh, baby, I'm sorry, blah blah blah. No, mm -hmm. you shouldn't have went off in the first place on, on your spouse. That well, that he, person, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that person no, no. been there from day one or whatever, that's your rider. You, I figure you would have a little bit more. You you you're just not going to react. Yeah. At some point, you're going to think like, "Ooh, before I say this, mm -hmm. this is this is oh, this is my this mm -hmm. is my everything. This girl been here for me for everything. Right, right. I'm not going to say this because it ain't going to come out right. Mm -hmm. and it's a great possibility she's going to take it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. and, and I think it would hurt more coming from my spouse than my boyfriend. Yeah. Because my spouse, no, I no no okay. you. You know, you know what I'm saying? It no, just no, yeah, will hurt it. more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, but yeah, that's just me. Maybe people no, no, no. see it different. No, I, I, I agree with you. And But ultimately, out of out of everything we said, the issue is Daniel responding. Be a girlfriend, sometimes, mm -hmm. I don't know what we're doing, wife or whatever. The fact is, you don't have... Now, I will say, people are human. Shit happens. You argue yeah, at times. Yeah. But the way in which he attacked... Like... I guess, again, I must be triggered by this scene because you, like you said, this is somebody who has been down for you. Though I am staying on your couch for free, ultimately, you are allowing me to stay here. Mm -hmm. You have not said, oh, I think I need you to go. Um, you know, you're not contributing enough. So though she is staying at his house, 
that doesn't negate all the shit we've done before, all the shit that we've been through, how I've been supporting you, or just in the last two fucking episodes, how I've been trying to step up my game on other um, uh, areas that are not financial because you know the bind that I'm in. But to right. throw that in this woman's face, like, oh my God, like, I always got to bail you out. Nigga, what? That's, <laughs> that does not fucking matter. If we cool... Prior to me being on your couch, yeah, you didn't help me out, but motherfucker, I just, I just, I, that really, as you can see, audience, I was triggered by that. That yeah. did something to me. I'm still not over it. He, he <laughs> just needed to do that to feel better about himself. And then uh, maybe Issa, maybe Issa did take into consideration, like, hey, mm-hmm. this dude letting me live here for free. Yeah. But I ain't trying to, you know, mess it up. Let me just be careful of what I say. Mm-hmm. Dot my eyes across my teeth. That could mm-hmm. be a great possibility. Yeah, yeah. So why she didn't react the way she reacted, but I don't know. But the way they the way they portray Issa, it seems like she takes a hot second to think about the outcome of whatever reaction yeah. or you know whatever choice she makes and yeah. then she's like all right i'm gonna go with this one mm-hmm, and maybe mm-hmm. that's the choice because i'm surprised they didn't have a scene that says that show like yeah this is how she want this is how she wanted to react yeah. real for real, her initial reaction but this is how she reacted at the end of the day but yeah. so i guess we're supposed to so, supposed to assume that this was her initial reaction and this mm-hmm. is how she was dealing with it but i think in the back of her mind she was like yo this guy let me live on his couch and you know, yeah. he asking me for nothing, so. Mm-hmm, eh. mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <sighs> Ultimately, man, folks, think about the shit you say before you say it. Like, especially mm-hmm. to your partner or somebody you're trying to get to know. That yeah. feels like it goes without saying, but clearly, it, no. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I know, that's right. Uh, so, so what about Issa finding this new place? Like, being this, um, you know, apartment shopping and stuff. How do you... Prior to this kind of dinner incident between the two of them, did you um, did you want them maybe to get together? Did you want her to be on her own? Were you like supportive <laughs> of find your own shit, Issa? Get out from under this nigga's roof, or I want Issa to be on her own. That's what I. <laughs> I no, she needs. Listen, I'm only speaking from experience. You need time. Be, to be by to be by yourself yeah. to learn to learn yourself whatever you know we you know let's go just go with a breakup you know mm-hmm. it ain't no need to be they say the best way to get over a person is to, is to get under a person <laughs> yeah, you know but all I'm saying is at this point she needs to be by herself in mm-hmm. her own space and I'm glad she took that that position yeah. and at and you know, and it's feasible because she has a place to live. Mm-hmm. She got discounted rent. Mm-hmm. She can afford it. Mm-hmm. And then if she if she wants to date Daniel, yeah, she can really date him with a clear head. You know yeah. what I'm saying? With a with with yeah, just with a clear head because you're gonna your shit gonna be all cloudy living under the same roof with the person. Yeah. You know so. Take the time to have your own space and and date. Cause when when's the last time they dated? Did they ever date? I don't I think, think they it was ever prior dated. Prior to season one, I think. Yeah. Because they they knew each other from I think high school and, and back in the day. So yeah, but they, they never dated though. I think they was just. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they did, it had to be before. But I don't I don't think it's been confirmed that they were ever boyfriend. Yeah. So yeah. get to know. I mean, actually get to know the guy and 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 start building. 
you know, and the only way you can, and the only way she can really do that is is time away in her own space, so she can get, you know, know herself, get to know your damn self, yeah, and recoup and recover from that breakup with you. Spent how long with old boy with I Lawrence? Think, I, I want to say five years. Yeah, I, I want to say, say five years. Yeah. So, god damn it, you ain't even the same person within within yeah. those five years, and then. Mm-hmm. And and trust me, whatever devastation and hurt, even though she cheated, she's still devastated. She's still hurt mm-hmm. by her own actions she did to cause the breakup and all that stuff in between. Mm-hmm. And to come and find out that he's met, you know, already moved on and messing with whoever he's messing with. So deal with, you know, you're not the same person either. Yeah. So take the time to heal and learn and grow, and then start processing whenever you're ready to deal with somebody else again. That, yeah. I mean, that's shit. That's just real life shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, ugh, this show is so goddamn But you know, we ain't gonna get real life, you know, to a certain extent, we're gonna get real life shit. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, goddamn. Um, the direct contrast to that whole dinner shit was the laundromat scene, which felt <laughs> like, you know, this is fucking 90s black movie. It felt like I, I liked it. I enjoyed the scene. You know, them talking, brainstorming, mm-hmm. flirting, washing clothes. Like, I, I liked it. Did you, <laughs> how did you feel about this? Uh, this, uh, I, this? <laughs> I like this thing too, but I'm laughing because I'm thinking about the, the damn shit that done stole the nigga clothes. You know oh what I'm saying? Oh, my God. That, that, <laughs> I was telling John that shit. I said, this, I know that lady, not personally, but... Uh-huh. I've been at the laundromat before, and it's like, oh, motherfucker, you know you didn't have no polka, polka dot sheets and red t-shirts and <laughs> shit, but you you going to somebody else shit because they clean and they, you know, wash like, you know, come on. I've seen hey, that Ray, before. Yeah. I, I've never, I didn't know people did that, man. Yeah. I did not know people did that. I didn't have that life. You know what I'm saying? When I did go to the laundromat, I would never leave my shit, though, because I, I didn't trust people like that, but that's just... That's just the habit or whatever. You know, I'm just not going to leave my property where somebody can come and accidentally take my clothes or whatever. Uh, yeah. But that <laughs> shit was funny to me because I like I say to myself was, I'm glad I never left the laundromat. I'm glad I stayed yeah. there and yeah. knew every dryer, every washer that yes. I had my shit in. Yes. But that was a good scene because it was just two people just kicking it. Yeah. And ha- and then just enjoying each other's company and having good conversation. No pressure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No titles. And it was just a good time. Yeah. 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 No, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. That was oh, that was such a beautiful scene. <sighs> it didn't end that way, but that was a beautiful scene. <laughs> um, shit, I guess uh, rounding up. Well, we did address Molly, but essentially she getting the shit handed to her that she didn't dished out. You can't uh-huh. go around shitting on nobody constantly and expect not to get nothing. You know, just, that still baffles me. How do you, that's like going to somebody else saying, oh, it really does smell in here. It doesn't smell like my, <laughs> like to be polite, you can either leave or you, you know, it's, it just feels weird. So all in all, Molly, get your shit together. Like, Molly was shitting on him though. She was just, you know, she was just very vocal about her observations. But I wouldn't have been vocal like that. that I just would have, yeah. I just would have took mental notes, and that. then I just would have did what I did, talk mm. to my homegirls about it. I yeah. wouldn't have been vocal at work about it because mm-hmm. you know, you 
when you talk to your homegirls, they're going to give you a little bit more insight. Yeah. So that way you can kind of be like, oh, okay, let me see it from another point of view or somebody's thought. And I, you know, and then just soak it all in. I just would have took it all in from at work, made little mental notes. I would have been complaining to my homegirls, hearing their thoughts, making yeah. more mental notes. And like I said, just go, come down the road and then make some suggestions. But yeah, hopefully Molly get it together. Yeah, hopefully. yeah, I think she will. Um, what this reminds me of, and I don't have this particular lived-in experience. Not, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've experienced it before. But like a, a black person coming from an all-white school or neighborhood, switching over to... And not just specifically black, but that's what this reminds me of. But being having things done one way and mm-hmm. then switching over and having that culture shock. Where, like you said, I don't think it's malicious. I think it is like, well, shit, at my old job, we didn't do, you know, we didn't climb mm-hmm. ladders to get to work. We had an elevator, you know, little shit like that. But you got to be conscious of what you're saying because it's not even your intention that you're just because you intend to tell me to give me a helpful tip like, oh, your breath stinks. Well, <laughs> your delivery could, depending on how I'm feeling, could come off very wrong. So you're trying to help me, like, hey, take this mint. I'm like, bitch, who the fuck are you out? Fuck you, ho. You know, like, it's. I just, I just Molly, get that shit together. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can we talk about the scene when they was out? It was it was um, Molly, Issa, Kelly, and um, what's the Tiffany, other girl name? Tiffany. Yeah, I think that was was one of my, you know what, that was my favorite scene of the episode, because let me tell you what got me when she says, I'm not, I'm not mad because I know you guys have a whole nother group chat outside of me. (laughs) (laughs) And then Issa and Molly trying to be like, nah, girl, but Kelly like, girl, yeah, we do. (laughs) Right, like. In the fact that she said, I'm not mad, I'm not mad, I'm not mad, I'm not mad, I'm, I'm not, not mad. mad, I'm not I'm mad. Not mad. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, Kelly ain't Look. shit, but I love her though. She keep it 100 though. But I love that scene because, um, I don't know, I just thought it was a beautiful scene between these four black women from four different backgrounds, but that was just... That was just real life shit right there because trust me, I'm in group chats mm-hmm. and then there's other group chats that other people that are yeah yeah, yeah so yeah I, I I totally get it but for her to sit there and own it and say yeah girl yeah that <laughs> yeah yeah bitch we we do that's that, yeah that and and you know what and honestly I want more of that because I I me think too. about. That scene, I think about the season one when they went up to the, I don't know, mansion up north. And then when they went to the sex party, when they went to all these different things, it's like, mm-hmm. I want more of those. And I know this isn't a girlfriends or a sex in the city type show, but those interactions. And then even back when Lawrence and uh, and Chad and Tiffany's metrosexual husband, like mm-hmm. even their scenes together was like, man, that's... Um, I want more of that. Yeah, um, me too. I mean, but I don't know how they're going to fit it all in, though. It's, it's, you know, you only got X amount of time. And yeah. They're yeah. trying to they're trying to pick the, the most important elements, you know, of, of Issa this season, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. But honestly, her girlfriend should be, 
more depicted because Mm -hmm. your girlfriends are going to be very essential in this time of your life where you're transitioning and growing and learning so i don't know we'll we'll see how they do yeah we'll We'll see see. we'll see so that being said would you have any thoughts or final thoughts about the the episode as a whole like episode three what is this uh, backwards (laughs) like like what the the shit that they get (laughs) we got baby you know we gotta close out with that final scene don't you ah Okay, yeah, I was going to get, but you go ahead, go ahead, take it away. <laughs> let's say, let, I would have let him eat my pussy. That's oh. the bottom line. <laughs> That's the bottom line. The man already started. I don't even know what Issa was thinking. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> I was, listen, I, and then how do you stop? Listen, I know you was Issa. I know you was feeling some type of way. I know your girl was tingling a lingin. <laughs> I, I know I know Daniel was rock hard or whatever. Oh god. <sighs> How do you just stop in the middle of that session? Because yeah. my thing is I would have let him eat my twat, but he wouldn't have got the pussy. He wouldn't have been penetrating. <laughs> but I would have got that, I would have got that head though. Oh shit! Okay. And I don't, I don't want to hear nobody say, "Girl, if you eat the head, you know he automatically gonna get." No, I, I, I have got head and have not given up pussy. So <laughs> let them know. <laughs> I'm letting y'all know, uh, putting y'all up on game. But uh, whatever. No, I ain't putting nobody up on game. Yeah, no, but, I, so, somebody didn't know be, that was an option. So somebody didn't know. Is, listen, trust, trust and believe it's an option, but I can't go into all the. I can't. I can't. Y'all gonna make me relive some shit. Oh, I ain't got so, time. But I mean, it, it ain't, it's not bad, but I can't give all the tea. But all I'm saying is, just depending on who the person is, yeah. it, you can you can get the head. <laughs> Without giving up, that's all I'm saying. But anywho, but yeah, but that shit was crazy to me. I was like, but yeah, I commend Issa for for stopping it and saying no because basically that moment happened for the wrong reason. Yes, you know, you felt bad about how you talked to Issa. Yeah. You know what you said and everything, and you felt like you gonna make it up to her by giving her that bomb ass dingling. <laughs> you know. Oh my god! But and then Issa said, you know, in her mind, she said, "No, nah, this ain't right." Because if she sleeps with them, she wants to sleep with them because yeah, yeah, it's 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 the right thing. You know, yeah. at that moment, everything. Well, I don't want to say at that moment everything is right, but it ain't gonna be for no right. It ain't gonna be that uh. What do you call it? I'm sorry, sex or what? Yeah. Whatever. But she, which it wasn't even that because this nigga didn't even say I'm sorry. Like I, I imagine maybe he would have said it while they were fucking if they had got mm. that far. But like nigga, a, a genuine I'm sorry probably would have went a long way. Mm-hmm. As let me just you know throw my because at this point she though you both are into each other. I think this is the first time they're actually having some form of sex where she's not dreaming about it. So it's like, yeah, nigga, the first time we actually make physical contact and it's because you feel bad about, you know, fucking chewing me out over some bullshit, but, you know, whatever. Fuck that nigga. Uh, yeah. So who was your favorite character uh, of <laughs> this episode? <laughs> Listen, I'm, you know what? My favorite character, ooh, 
I'm going to give it to, I cannot, I never can remember her name. Is it Tiffany? Yeah, Tiffany. The I, I'm going to give it to Tiffany. Just, just <laughs> that little, that moment she had, you know, party of four, four and a half, you know. Oh, can we, can we rewind real quick? Go ahead, Kelly go ahead. was like, oh, we're going to hear this shit for 12 months. And everybody just starts giggling. <laughs> the Issa was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, God damn it. But no, I'm going to let Kelly, I mean, not Kelly, I'm going to let Tiffany have her moment because I don't yeah. know when I'm going to see her again. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. But just, just her little, whatever, five minutes or whatever on camera, it was it, it was fun. It, yeah. You know, I, I, it, it's a toss up between Tiffany and Kelly, but I'm going to give it to, um, I'm going to give it to Tiffany. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because mine was Kelly. Like, I, it, it just is like the heavy shit from Easton Daniel. That's all good. We got that last mm-hmm. episode. We're probably getting next episode. But like you said, Tiffany and Kelly, them motherfuckers bring the comedy. And yeah, Kelly <laughs> was just talking about you know people racist. My accountant white and this and that. When she asked Lisa, <laughs> did you steal wait, my wait, drink? Wait, 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 wait. She's like, who took my drink? Yes, yes. And like she's like, no, the bartender. Yeah, oh, the black, black one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So for me, I got Kelly. Yeah, you got Tip. So I, I think that's uh, yeah, that's 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 good. <laughs> oh God! Oh, but you shit. know, we, we missed that whole point though. I think we are. Some of us are trained like that to like kind of automatically think negative of our people's our yeah. peers like that. Yeah. You know. But um, yeah. But it is what it is. That's that's something you know, for another day or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, definitely Tiffany got the show for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now is that girls night out scene still your favorite scene or did you want to switch that up? The girl, no girls night out is <laughs> no girls. No, 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 no. I'm going to stick with girls night out. That's still my favorite moment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm torn between that. And honestly, all of Issa scenes like by herself, uh, no, no, I would say by herself, just all of her scenes, which is kind of a uh, breaking the rules. But I do like the growth that we're getting from Isis. Like she, mm-hmm. you know, in last season, she realized, you know, you're down and out. I have to ask for help. Then she got the help. This season opened up. She understands her boundaries and limitations. She's still trying to figure it out. And now she's at this point where you're questioning the shit that you're dealing with. Like, do I actually have to put up with this motherfucking job? Mm-hmm. There are other things out there for me, like the Hispanic guy, I believe he may be if I'm wrong, charges to my head, not my heart. But with the dance troupe with the with the little Latin kids, and she's, you know, feeling inspired. And even with Daniel, that conversation at dinner where it's like, like you said, she probably could have went off and like, nigga, fuck you, X, Y, and Z, but it was like, Okay, you know, what's going on? Why did you do this? Is that how you think about me? Do you think maybe you can reach out to Khalil and apologize? Like she was very level headed. So I think mm-hmm. overall, I'm, this is a really attractive Issa for me because it's like, though this is fiction, there are a lot of people who either have been there or are there now. Where you are sleeping on a friend's couch or you right. living out of your car or you have everything together except for one major part of your life. And it's like, I feel like she's being humble. She's trying to do better and, you know, shit just coming at her. So, uh, I... Uh, I want to say girls night, but honestly, Issa just in general in this mm-hmm. episode really did it for me. Like she did it well, for I, me. Let me ask you this one question about this one scene before we uh, wrap it up. Go ahead, that go ahead. scene where she was at work 
And I, I just assumed it was an interview. They was mm-hmm. interviewing that black yeah. girl mm-hmm. to come on board. Yeah. But when um, old girl left and it was just her and Issa. Yeah. And, you know, she was asking Issa, you know, how does she feel about where she work or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, who is she really, though? Is, is I mean, Issa? is she somebody that was there applying for a job? or? Yes, because they were at the job fair. So she... Um, you know, you get resumes and stuff, and then they call back whoever they think is best from the job fair. And she was mm-hmm. like one of the ones. So she was essentially interview being interviewed by Frida and Issa. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so she that was an interview. Okay, that's the way I okay. took it. Is that that was an interview? And um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Did you see? I mean, yeah, because I mean, I see it was an interview, but it seemed like at some point the interview turned into. Not an interview. Yeah. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, it That scene was very heavy. Um, mm-hmm. And not that it was, like, like emotional, but it was, like, so many things happening at once. You have this eager white woman who just wants to do well, and she means well, but can be problematic or um, very, um, I guess, obtuse, you know, unintentionally. And mm-hmm. then you do have these two black women or black, well, black women, but I'll just say black people for this um, argument, because even if she was a man, I think some of the same conversations would have been had, like, you know, because they was like, she's like, oh, how is it here? You know, how is it really? And he's just like, well, you know, they try. Like, so there's this connection that you have existing mm-hmm. in blackness that these two women shared. Um, right. I can only speak to the blackness, not to the womanness of it all, but I... That I feel like it was a lot of things that worked there because you're happy and chipper, and now that this white woman is gone, now you can actually be your true self because this mm-hmm. is a facade you both are putting on because of the whiteness that's in the room, you know. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering about that. It was just it just at some point it just seemed like it just wasn't even an interview no more. You know, it was just yeah. like two chicks trying to get the real. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and I, I think so. And and Issa kind of threw me off a bit in that scene because I was thinking like, yeah, she's giving her the real, like you said about you know they mean well, but they you know they mm-hmm. don't always get shit right. But I felt like she was maybe exhausted. Um, because it's like, shit, yeah, yeah, I say we need more color. I've said that before. Now we're mm-hmm. getting this more color. And I, I don't know. I can't speak to her actually what she's thinking, but I'm thinking maybe is Issa thinking this girl's going to come on and then surpass me. And not that I'm mad or want to tear her down for it, but mm-hmm. it took me laying the groundwork for somebody else to surpass me. But then also you see that she's interested in the, the dance troupe. And so now... I'm not getting treated right in this relationship, quote unquote, of my job. Now I'm looking right. for other shit, you know. So it, it, she seemed to. It's a off. lot. It is. <laughs> it's shit. It's a lot. You can read a whole lot into that one that one moment right there, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, but we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah. we'll see. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> Whoo! That was uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> shit. All right, Jackie. I, God damn. I know we was all over the place. We kind of went out of order, but it was just like scenes that was popping in my head. And I was yeah. like, ooh, what about this scene? What yeah. about this scene? But yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That's all good. That's, uh, the folks should be rocking with us anyway. You know? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, thank you very much for coming on again. So, so secure. Uh, happy to have you here. Uh, make sure to look out for us. You know, coming down the pipeline again and check out the first three episodes of uh, the, of the, the panel, panel. Yes, right? Yes, Are we yes. talking about the panel? Yes, the panel. <laughs> yes. 
in addition to Jackie and John and John Effect Podcast. But yes, the, the panel and us and uh, with wonderful killer. Yeah, <laughs> with killer gets no realer, vitamin the John, K. Uh, the, the John, the Jiggy, Jiggy John Effect. No. <laughs> Jiggy, Jiggy John Effect. Oh, man. So <laughs> let these folks know where they can find you, stalk you, support you. Oh, uh, okay, people. Shit. Listen, y'all can find I'm Just Jackie with the most sexiest voice in <laughs> podcasting, Rain, on the panel. We're going to be dropping a new episode within another week or two. You can find I'm Just Jackie on Jackie and John, the podcast. All these beautiful podcasts are under the John Effect umbrella. On SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on Apple, wherever you can find the podcast, pretty much the John Effect. You, you can also find I'm Just Jackie on YouTube, but I'm gonna let y'all know here on my brethren's podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty much done with YouTube. Okay, I'm done. It's, it's but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna drop one more video for YouTube to let my peoples know if y'all still wanna rock with I'm Just Jackie. I'm just going to be posting all my videos on my website from mm. now on. Mm. No more YouTube uploads after this last video that's coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Y'all come on over and head over to I'mJustJackie.com and subscribe. And, you know, come and ride the wave of I'm Just Jackie over there at I'mJustJackie.com. <laughs> and you'll see all of my other social media handles on my website. Okay? Okay, okay. And, of course, listeners, as usual, the links will be in the show notes. So make Ew. sure you go and check out Jackie and I'm Just Jackie and all the Miss other... Jackie, if you're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And support and, and, and subscribe and like and tweet and view the site and, and, and buy some stuff and look at some stuff and retweet and yes. all that good shit. And uh, while listening to this, which I, I'll put it somewhere else, <laughs> use the hashtag OS Insecure. <laughs> Reach out to us. Let us know, you know, did you like what we said? Did you disagree? Did you... Do you think Dro is in an open marriage? Do you not think he's in an open marriage? Do you like Molly's attitude at a new job? Do you mm-hmm. hate it? Just have, keep this conversation going well through the rest of the season. Yes. And um, until next time, guys, I am your host, Rain Coleman, the carefree black nerd. I want you to stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and stay out of uh, Daniel's bed if you ain't going all the way. <laughs> 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 Bye, uh, All right, y'all. <laughs>